0: Hey guys, it's Rohit here. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Emoji Network podcast. Uh, Really loving the support, really loving the feedback that I'm getting from uh, my podcast, so thank you very much for that. Um, I will hope you're having a a great day. I hope you're being positive and I hope you're being really productive um, simply because. I feel that every day that you can learn something new, and it's every day is a day to grow and to be the better version of yourself that you can be, and to be, you know, the best you, of course. So, hope you're enjoying doing that. Um, today's episode is going to be something different. Um, if you're like a high intense passionate football fan you will definitely enjoy watching this episode or even listening to this episode because you can't really watch me (laughs) so today i'm going to be reviewing the final day of the premier league season now the premier league is the top tier division in english football um and this final day has been is building up to be the most dramatic final day ever. From relegation, to top 4 chances, to Europa League places. In today's episode I'm going to review every single fixture, and what I think could happen on the final day. So who I think could go down, who I think will get the final Champions League places and who I think will get the final Europa League places. So now in front of me I've got the Premier League table and one by one I'm going to assess each and every Premier League fixture. So the first one that's come up is Chelsea versus Wolves. Now Chelsea are currently in the top four right now, they are currently in fourth position with 63 points. Um, level with Manchester United with 63 points but United have a higher goal difference of 28 compared to Chelsea's 13. Now Leicester are literally like a point behind who also have superior goal difference of plus 28. Wolves are in sixth position uh, with 59 points and this game is very very important for Chelsea because if they don't get maximum points that's it. They could be out of Europe, uh, out not out of Europe, but out of the Champions League. And considering to sign Timo Werner from Leipzig and Hakim Ziyech from Ajax, and considering to sign Kai Havertz, who is one of the hottest talents right now in world football, uh, from Bayer Leverkusen, could be hugely detrimental to their season. Champions League revenue money is huge; it's about a 200 million per season. So there's a lot of stake on the, li- on the, on the line right now. Um, Wolves, however, will be looking to win to cement their Europa League spot. Uh, I feel with both sides, I feel what will happen will be that Wolves will try and sit back. They'll, they'll attack, but they'll also try and sit back. Um, Chelsea were the one going on the front foot, uh, trying to attack Wolves and trying to, you know, Looking for the all-important gaps in their defence. I feel with the pace of Adama Traore uh, and Diego Jota is going to cause Chelsea massive problems. Their defence has been nothing but short of like a car crash this season. Um, I mean, offensively they've been as good as anyone, but defensively they have just been all over the place. they've the central defenders have been caught out of position too much their full backs when they push up really high get caught out very easily and they just seem so susceptible to even even the counter-attack or even a set piece their organization hasn't been the best but i feel they will have enough to go through uh, to the champions league and to cement their position in the top four i'm gonna go with a 3-2 Chelsea win, with Tammy Abraham to open the scoring first, and them to be leading 1-0 at half-time, then Wolves to come back and be leading 2-1 with like 20 minutes to go, and then a goal from Mammoth, and then a late winner from Pulisic to seal the win for them. Next fixture, uh, Leicester City versus Manchester United. Now, I'm telling you right now, Leicester at the moment are outside the top four, so and Man United are also in the top four. So this is basically a straight fight for the top four four position. This is a straight fight for a place in the UEFA Champions League. Now with Leicester on 62 points and United on 63 points, Leicester have to go to have to go for the win. They're playing at the King Power Stadium, so Leicester will have home advantage, but won't feel like that because they won't have any fans there of course with coronavirus and with no fans being allowed in stadiums, matches being played behind closed doors, it'll feel like a neutral affair. So I feel Leicester will attack but at the same time they're missing players, they're missing um, Ricardo Pereira and Ben Chillwell to injury and considering they've relied on their fullbacks a lot of the season that's going to be a big weakness. James Madison's also not going to be there and he provides the creativity that lets the need to go forward and create chances, um, especially with his link-up with Jamie Vardy, and I feel that is going to be critical in this game. Whilst Man United have got a full-strength side, they have got weaknesses in defence, with likes of Maguire being lethargic to pace, um, and, you know, Lindelof susceptible to the odd defensive laps, but offensively, they are pretty good. Bruno Fernandes has had multiple uh, hand in assists ever since he moved to Sporting to Lisbon, and Paul Pogba looks a fresh Paul Pogba, he looks revitalised, he looks refreshed, he looks new, and with the attack of Marcus Rashford and Greenwood and the pace of Martial on the counter, it will cause Leicester massive problems. With that being said, I think it will be a draw at the King Power, I'm backing uh, Marcus Rashford no, not actually. Marcus Rashford, Mason Greenwood, who's been a talent that's come through the youth ranks this season, and has been involved in multiple assists and goals, especially towards the back end of this season. I'm backing him to open the scoring. Then Leicester to go in front uh, to equalise in the first half through Yuri Tielemans, value to put them in front. Then the last minute, a Harry Maguire header to knock Leicester out of the Champions League and to deny them a place in Europe's. Top tier competition and put United through into the Champions League uh, group phases and have them in the Champions League for next season, which will be really ironic because Man United bought Letter Maguire from Leicester for £80 million. So there's a lot of irony in all of that. Uh, next fixture is Southampton Sheffield United. Um, there's not really much to report from this one if you look at the league table. Um, Southampton and Twelfth with forty nine points, and Sheffield United have got fifty four points, and they the highest they can go for is eighth, pretty much, because Spurs have got are in seventh with pretty much fifty eight points, so they can't really go any higher, but they can go lower. They can go as back to as low as tenth if Arsenal beat Watford and if Burnley beat Brown, which I'm going to go into detail very shortly. Um, While well, Southampton, they can't really push up to the Europa places, places either. Um, or even drop down for that matter. So, I feel this one's going to be a draw, because I think both teams are going to be on the, on the seaside or on the beach. They're not really going to play to full potential or to full power. I feel like it could be a one-or-draw. Danny Yangs I feel, will get on the score sheet and put Southampton in front and then someone like... Uh, uh Mark Mark Lundstrom uh will equalise for Sheffield United. Originally I would have sent someone like Fleck because I think he has the uh, opportunities to run forward from deep from midfield and and have those long bursting forward runs and score. Uh, but I thought like it'll be someone like um you know Lundstrom uh coming so like a old-fashioned defence that'll come on and equalise. I feel like it'll be a one-all draw in this game. Uh, so the next game I'm going to preview is Newcastle and Liverpool. Now Liverpool have beaten uh, Manchester City, uh, which by the way, Manchester City is a team I support if you don't know me that well. Um, if you're a friend of mine, you will know that I support Manchester City. And of course, Liverpool, are, as a Royal fan, hands down, have been the best team this season. Crazily, incons- crazily consistent. Um, They have been the juggernaut that no one has matched and have deservedly won the league this season Unfortunately they haven't mismatched our points record and haven't caught it Yeah, yeah, we'll still be the first team to always have 100 points So I'll always all have that over them and I'll always be excited for that Because that's a record I want to keep and have for a very long time As a Manchester City supporter but this one's at uh, Sports Direct Arena, Newcastle versus Liverpool, I'm going to go for a 3-1 Liverpool win. Uh, Newcastle, I say from relegation, mid-table with 44 points. I thought Liverpool will finish with 99 points and will finish a point shy uh, of our 100-point record, which is ironic, because last season they finished a point behind us in the race for the Premier League title, which they have now won this season. So, a bit of irony in all of that. Uh, Salah Tome from the scoring. Uh, I think Matt Ritchie will equalise here, but then I think mine a double will secure the win for Liverpool in the second half. Now, next game West Ham versus Aston Villa. Now, I cannot tell you how critical this match is in the shape of the relegation battle. Now, West Ham, who recently got a draw at Manchester United, that keeps them safe. So I believe. With them being in 15th place with 38 points, they are safe and they'll be on the. They'll be relaxing in this match. Aston Villa, however, will need to try and get a win, uh, and get or get a draw at least. And depending on results elsewhere, will be sweating to hope that they stay in the Premier League. I thought they'll have more uh, fight going forward and i will have more of a motivation to win. Here's how I see it panning out. I feel this will end up as a draw, I'm going to go 2-2, I feel like Miko Antonio, who's on red hot form right now, uh, I think about three goals, no, five goals actually in his last two games, uh, at Man United and that four goals at Norwich, working the scoring, Villa will equalise through Trezeguet, then they'll take the lead through Grealish, and then last minute, um, I'm going to go for... Uh, Winston Reid header in the final minutes of uh, the match, or oh, an Angelo Ogbonna header, um, whichever centre-back, whichever of those centre-backs are playing during that match. I thought that will leave Villa sweating on current results, which I will preview elsewhere, which I'll preview next actually. Uh, so I thought it would be 2-2 in that match. Next match will be Burnley and Brighton. Brighton are safe. To be honest, uh, mid-table with 16th with 38 points, four points clear of the drop zone, are not going anywhere. Burnley have a chance to get into eighth place uh, in Europe, and I will try and snatch Unite- Sheffield United, Sheffield United's place, and hopefully they drop points at um, Southampton. Uh, so I feel Burnley will win this simply because they're home and they're tough and they're really rigid to break down. Uh, I thought it'll be just a one I don't think there'll be much in this game. I feel. It will be like a Sam Vokes goal in the first half and it will lead to us that. It will be pretty drab, I don't think there will be much in it. Uh, next game I'm going to preview is big and it's ironic. The irony of this game is quite fascinating to be honest. It's Arsenal versus Watford. Now if you remember a couple of seasons back, that, um, Watford beat Arsenal. Two one at Big Ridge Road, Big Ridge Road. Sorry, and Troy Dini said Arsenal lack cojones. which basically means they lack the fight to take this on against the big teams, or lack the mentality to beat the big teams, as they are a team that all recently have always crumbled against the big sides. Now a lot of players, asked Arsenal players, didn't like that, and now. I think that happened in 2016, 2017. I'm not sure, but now coming back to three to four years later, Arsenal have the opportunity to relegate Watford. How ironic would that be? The irony of that sounds very fascinating and very more like revenge for them, for them, well, for Arsenal, for those Arsenal players who Dean accused of lacking cojones. Now, Arsenal are in 10th place with 53 points. A point behind Burnley, Sheffield United, the highest they can finish is 8th. So, they'll be looking to add momentum, though, going into the FA Cup final week later when they play Chelsea. Um, Arsenal, who have had momentum um, by beating us, Manchester City, in the FA Cup, and then previously beating Liverpool, who many people would have predicted that wouldn't have happened, considering the mass defence, a massacre that was well, the mass defensive problems that they've had during the whole of the season. So it came as a shock, but then they were brought back down to earth by being beaten 1-0 by Aston Villa. So they'll want to finish the season on the high by being Watford. Who are fighting for survival. They are behind Aston Villa on goal difference. Uh they have a minus 27 goal difference to Aston Villa's minus 26. So there's a there's pretty much a goal between them uh at this point in time. So they'll be looking to gun for it. However, I feel that Watford are going to go down. As harsh as it sounds to say to Trossi and his men, I feel that Arsenal will have the final word and will have the last laugh and will have too much. I feel the likes of and Lacazette will play. None of the key, some of the key players will be rested, like Tierney, Belarini, who've had uh, Tierney with his parts with injuries will want to be rested and Bellerin with the recent performances we'll want to be rested but Aubameyang and Lacazette might play for like an hour and I feel that those two alone will push Arsenal over the line I feel like with their creativity now Arsenal and their fight that will have too much for Watford and I'm going to go with a 3 nil win surprising clean sheet and I feel that there'll be a double from Aubameyang a goal from Lacazette and I feel Watford will go down unfortunately, as sad as it sounds and the irony of it as it sounds I feel that like they're gone and they're relegated unfortunately uh, moving on to the next game now uh, it's, Ma- it's actually the third from last um, it's Manchester City, my team against Norwich now, us Manchester City fans uh, obviously we haven't had the best season this season it's been the season blighted with injuries what happened earlier in the season with Sane who's now gone to Bayern Munich for 54 million and Laporte who was injured for like a massive six months and what followed from that was defensive inconsistencies and the inconsistencies to finish off teams and then being punished with defensive laps and errors that have led to us dropping points at Norwich early in the season 3-2 for us being beaten up at Liverpool which is no, mis- which is no you know, offense to uh, any other team Liverpool pretty much smoked every single team in the league this season, so that was pretty much expected. Uh, but losing, you know, at home to Manchester United when they're having more possession and more of the ball, but again, to defensive laps. Again, away to Arsenal, taking advantage of their def- defensive deficiencies. Drawing at Newcastle, even. Um, so many laps. Even losing to Wolves, home, and then away. So many defensive lapses and... Um, concentration difficulties to switch on having that lapse of concentration and then conceding a goal or two and that costing us three points and us leaving with a point or no point has been the story of our season um, so it's not for the best, we won the Carabao Cup but I think this is just like a game for us to get momentum from and build towards the Champions League second leg against Real Madrid which was postponed in March uh, due to coronavirus in a few weeks time on August the eighth at the Etihad, and um, we're at home to Norwich City, which we'll, who are already relegated and have nothing else to fight for, for other than their pride. I feel we're going to run a mock here. I feel this is going to be a 4 0 ruthless City performance. I feel Jesus will get two. I feel Sterling will get one. I feel I actually feel um, that Eric Garcia will get one as well, uh, from a set piece. Uh, yeah, Eric Garcia, uh, who's been playing recently and is one of the team players to come through our youth system alongside Phil Foden. Now, I want to see Phil Foden get more of a chance next season. I feel he's the natural successor to David who who's leaving us after 10 years at the club. And I'd say he's been immense for us. I mean, there's never gonna, it's never going to be the same without David Silver, but what he's done for the Premier League year in, year out, providing assists, providing pieces of magic to our City fans for so many years to come. And for what he's done for the club has been amazing, and it's, you know, just beyond words, magical. Like, he's won two, we're not, the one in 2012, one in 2014, and 2017, 2018, four Premier League trophies, two FA Cups, three or four League Cups, if I can presume and he's just been a magnificent servant to the club and yeah i wish him all the best and i feel in this game de bruyne will break the assist record i feel he'll get two assists or fact no a treble of assists which will leave him with 22 assists which will be enough for him to overtake Sierra henry's 20 goals and 20 assists in the 3 4 season So there's that, they'll finish in 2nd place behind Liverpool I believe with 81 points and will keep their record of 19 point gap intact as Liverpool will only beat them by 18 points. Now moving on to the next match which is Crystal Palace and Tottenham, Crystal Palace are pretty much mid-table, 14th the highest they can go is above Newcastle and 13th. 42 points, 14th place, nothing to play for. Spurs, however, have a chance to w- get beat Wolves and get into the Europa League place. They're already in one, but they can go as high as SIFT. And that's what I believe they will do. Um, I feel that Spurs will go to Palace with the incentive of beating them to get their Europa League spot. And I feel they'll have uh, too much on the line and I feel that they'll come the with a 2-1 win with Kane to score, Zaha to equalise and then Son in the last minute in like the 88th minute from the match Now, the last game, the game until last uh, the game I've saved until last is Everton vs Bournemouth Now, Everton have had a very abnormal season by their standards uh just like arsenal in 11th with 49 points expected so much more from them with the money they spent Well that's of Carlison and jerry mina uh expected more going forward uh it's been a disappointment season for them uh so the highest they can only finish in 11th pretty much they can't really go higher than 11th but they can go back down to 12th if they if southampton better their result so it's pretty much. I think they're pretty much already on the beach. Now, Bournemouth are on 31 points, and they've got a goal difference of minus 27, same as Watford. So they need results to go their way. They need Aston Villa to lose to West Ham away, and need Watford to lose to Arsenal, and they need to go and beat Bournemouth at Goodison Park for them to survive in the Premier League. I feel... I'm sorry to say this to you, Bournemouth, but I feel that Everton are going to have a lot of attacking power and I feel with your defence, I just feel this is game is going to end as a draw and I feel that you're going to come up short and unfortunately will be relegated from um, the Premier League, which is a shame because I actually have a soft spot for Bournemouth. With the football that they've played, Eddie Howe is actually a really good manager and with the way he's brought them up from like League 2 to the Premier League is an amazing story. And I thought it sucks for them to be going down. And they've played such great football. They play, you know, with bringing English talent in, like Junis Dallislas and, you know, Callum Wilson as well. They play such a great brand of football, but this season has suffocated them with, you know, defence, defensive laps, uh, you know, a, an inability to not finish off chances, but... They've regressed from the last two seasons, and I feel that that has been the of the season, amongst with injuries as well. So I feel it's going to end 2-2. I feel that Rick Alisson and Nathia Walker will put, but Everton 2 a up. Stanislas and Zalankia, the sub, will come on to equalise. And I feel Callum Wilson, uh, no, not Callum Wilson, Brian Fraser will miss the 90th minute penalty, and that will do in Bournemouth. So that's it. Um, that's it for my predictions and for the prim- final Premier League season. Um, I believe that it will be Liverpool that will finish on with ninety nine points. Will finish Manchester City will finish on eighty one. Manchester United and Chelsea uh, in third and fourth will have an op- will be in the Champions League for next season. I feel Leicester City will end up in the Europa League alongside either Wolves, Tottenham a mix of Sheffield United and Burnley and I feel that Aston Villa will survive with Bournemouth and Watford unfortunately going down Um, if you like and if you've enjoyed this podcast please give it some support, please share it with your friends and family, Uh, share it with your followers Uh, if you have a YouTube channel share it with your subscribers and yeah keep listening, keep supporting and I really want this uh, podcast to keep growing It's a really huge passion project of mine, which I really want to help it progress and keep uh, going forward in the days and months to come. Uh, This is Rohit, and yeah, I hope you all have a great weekend, and see you later. Bye! Hasta luego! Oh, that's Spanish, uh, uh, goodbye in Spain, in Spanish, pretty much. Adios, hasta luego, and see you later.